0: Hi, my name is Koyan Fuwa and I am a consultant at Flint Global. Today, I will be talking to Kieran Horwich, a partner at Flint Global, about her journey to becoming a partner. Hi, Kieran. Hi, Koyan. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. Um, So I just wanted to ask you a few questions about your journey at Flint. So as someone who has been at Flint from the very beginning, how have you seen the company evolve? That is a very good question, and
1: one that um, I try to answer on a fairly regular basis when I'm doing interviews um, for for new people joining Flint. Um, I mean, I think I think one of the main things to say is that we started very small, you know, on, on the first day. Back in November 2015, there were six of us, and it was very much uh, all hands on deck. Everyone did everything. Um, and, you know, the, the consultants like myself worked very closely with Simon and Ed on absolutely every project. Um, And we had to learn very quickly. We were new to this world. We were new to working with clients. And so we all had to be very flexible and able to adapt uh, and pick up uh, on our clients' needs and also just be able to learn content really quickly and and get up to speed. So that was kind of the early days. And, And what we've seen is over the last almost six years now, We've expanded the team. We've brought in a lot more expertise, people with specific content knowledge, either in sectors or um, across themes and areas like competition and regulation or energy, sustainability, digital. Um, <clears throat> and we've established some sort of clear areas where Flint is particularly strong. Um, I, I mentioned digital before. It's one of our real strengths. Uh, sustainability is an area that we're doing a lot more in. Um and so what we've really been trying to do is is grow that team while maintaining an element of that kind of flexibility and, and agility. Um, and, you know, it, an example of how we've done that is if you look at the pandemic, everyone, everyone across you know the whole country had to be able to switch to working online. And we did that pretty well at Flint. We were able to make. Uh, those changes, and also then to continue to grow the business and bring in new members of the team like yourself. Yeah. So I think that's that's kind of the real change that we've seen. and we've gone from six people at the beginning and now we're approaching a hundred and it's just really great, and we've got a lot of new people, interesting people, diverse people, um and we're still managing to maintain that sort of small company feel. Uh, as we move into a kind of mature, more mature organisation.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. I definitely agree with you, especially during the pandemic as well. I joined during the pandemic and I had an onboarding process during the pandemic and everything was online. But something that I recognise is that Flint was really good with the onboarding process. It didn't actually feel like I was starting a new job online. So I think it does show... Real credit to the company and to the people that are working at Flint. Um, So, yeah, it's been great to kind of hear about the journey from the very beginning to what Flint is now. So as part of that, you've just recently become partner. So congratulations on your new job. Um, Would you mind just telling everyone a bit about what that entails and what your new role will consist of? Um, So that um, is something that I am still trying to navigate
1: (laughs) to a certain extent myself. It's... um, you know obviously as, as you move up the company you take on more and more responsibility and and on the one hand that comes with the client work so you take on more responsibility to lead client work to drive the activity to manage the relationships with our clients to ensure the quality of the work that, that we deliver um, and also to take a, a greater role in in bringing in new clients and the business development side and then on the other hand there's the management of the team and making sure that Flynn, as an organisation organisation and as a group of people is working well and that people are able to work to their full potential, that they have the support they need to grow and develop themselves, that they are producing work that continues to help the company to grow and develop. Um, And so I I think the sort of the the real difference when you make the move from director to partner is it's just that step up in how much responsibility you take on both of those sides for making sure the clients are happy, finding the new clients, but also making sure people in the company are happy. And and particularly for me... I, I really enjoy the kind of team management side. I like working with everyone across the team. I, I know that I'm in a unique position that because I've been in from the beginning, mm. I know people really well. And I generally get a chance to meet everyone that comes in. And I really enjoy the part where we help to make everyone work together as efficiently and effectively as possible. So that's that is hopefully what I will get to be able to do more and more of uh, in this role. But it's also still a learning <laughs> yeah. process for me and I'm trying to work
0: out uh, what what it will look like. That's great. Um, so one thing that I've noticed about Flynn is that there's a lot of heavy hitters, a lot of people have specialist roles. Um, So it can be quite daunting if you are not that kind of person and you kind of consider yourself to be a bit of a generalist. So would you consider yourself to be a generalist? And if so, how has that helped you in your career to get to where you are today? Uh, I am probably the epitome of a generalist. If you
1: look at the, the kind of work that I do, so I cover everything from fintech to other tech to retail, life sciences, aviation, um, other aspects of financial services. So it's it's I cover a whole broad range of things, um, and. I, I think there's a lot of value that, that generalists can bring. We tend to learn a little bit about everything. So you need to be able to know enough to be able to engage with your clients and the subject area and be able to have really substantive conversations with them. Um, but you don't necessarily have all of the expert details. So the other thing about being a generalist is that you need to know when you reach the kind of maximum of, of what your knowledge can manage and when to bring in the experts. Mm -hmm. And as you said, as we've grown at Flint, one of the really great things is that we have been able to bring in some people with really, really deep policy expertise or really, really deep regulatory or political expertise. And the real key skill of being a generalist is knowing the moment when you've got to make sure that the relevant person who is really able to engage on, on the detail and the technical detail into the room so that we are picking up on all of the most important things that our clients care about and making sure that we're giving them the right advice. Yeah. So that that is the skill. But you still need generalists because yeah. you need people who can do the breadth and who can pick up a little bit
0: here, a little bit there and, and hold it all together. Um, I think it's quite an important skill. That's actually really that. interesting and really good advice. So thank you for that because I would also consider myself to be a generalist. And I think that is... Working at Flint, that has been one of the best things that I like about it is that I can work on clients from so many different industries. It makes it exciting and it means that, you know, I'm learning about so many different sectors. So that's really good advice. Thanks for that. You're very welcome. Um, As someone who is at the start of her journey, um, what advice would you give to myself and other consultants about how to move up in their career? Um... What
1: advice would I give? So I would probably start by saying, talk to and work with as many people as you possibly can. Um, we, we've said a few times um, during this conversation, but but one of the best things about Flint are the people. And there are so many people from a diverse range of backgrounds with different skills and strengths and areas of content knowledge and it's a real kind of opportunity to be able to work with so many people um, and learn from them in particular. So that would be my kind of number one, absolutely try and make the effort to do that. I mean, the other one I think is it's, it's quite useful if you learn... As quickly as possible, the best way to get feedback mm-hmm. for you. So, for some people, you like lots of written feedback. Other people like to have someone sit down with them and go through work. Some people like to be able to just get on with things, um, and not have lots of interference. Some people like more of the kind of micromanagement style. And and it really, what you need to work out is what works for you, and how are you going to get the the input and the feedback that's going to help you to grow uh, and develop and Once you crack that, you can develop a really successful feedback loop so that you are constantly improving and progressing. Um, I think that's pretty important. And then the other thing is
0: just ask questions. Always ask questions. It never hurts to ask questions. Thank you so much, Kieran, for your advice and for speaking with me today. It's been great hearing about your experience. Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening to this um, podcast episode. If you would like to find out more about Flint Global, please do follow us on Twitter. Um, Our Twitter handle is at Flint Global. And you can also find out more information on our website, which is www.flint-global.com. Thanks so much, Coyne.
1: Bye.